All right, here we go. We're going to change the format up a little bit. We're going for Monday mornings now. We leave out Monday early afternoon going to, what's the new route? The new route is Chicago to Billings, Montana, Billings, Montana to St. Paul to Billings, Montana to St. Paul to, oh, I hiccup there, to Billings, Montana back to uh, Chicago. So it's going to be like 43, 4,400 miles. Leave out Monday, get back Thursday. Maybe we'll even do something on Friday if something happens during the week. Should be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just stick with, you know, season nine. Since season nine so far has only been like one or two weeks. I don't see any reason to, yeah, I'm not going to have a season. It's only two weeks. So we'll think of season nine is that season that had two bits on it because it was kind of strange. So what do we do this week? Well, got stuck in Florida for about four and a half hours and decided to go for a walk. And as I decided to go for a walk, I noticed up on a wall a brand new sign that said, do not feed the alligators. <laughs> yeah, a brand new sign. I mean, this thing was literally brand new. I decided, you know what? If they thought it was important to put up the effort to put up a sign that said, do not feed the alligators, I think I probably will not walk around this area at night. I think that might be a bad idea. So I decided not to walk around. I just sat there in a truck and read a book. So that's what I did for a couple hours. Uh, let's see what else did we do. Oh, yeah. Um, earlier in the week, we hit some ice and snow. Uh, mostly it was a lot of rain. Came down as hardcore rain. And then the rain turned to ice. And then it uh, you know, froze up over the highway. Now, it wasn't too bad, but we were pretty light. So that was kind of an issue. There was a whole bunch of accidents, but it wasn't windy, so that was kind of nice. Uh, I only broke loose once myself. I was going underneath over or going over an overpass, you know, bridge, bridges and overpasses freeze before anything else. And so I broke loose and shifted about three, four feet and then got it back. It was more interesting than anything else. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a big deal. If I had been you know, if it had a, maybe like a single axle tractor or I hadn't been driving for a while, it might have startled me. But it was, I was kind of like, oh, here we go at that time of year. But keep in mind, winter's over or should be pretty soon. We're still going to see a little bit here and there. But you'll see ice form in the back of your mirrors first. Most important thing. Also, in the, no, in the, uh, in the show notes, you'll find a link to Amazon Prime Music. Yes, we're I'm selling out. We're sponsored by Amazon Prime, okay? Now, if you go to Amazon Prime Music, there's a link in there for three months free. They're unlimited music. After three months, it goes to $7.99 if you're a Prime member a month. So here's what you do. Go sign up if you're interested. You got three months to check it out. And then after three, you know, before you get to three months, just cancel the thing so you don't have to pay on a monthly basis if you don't want it. It's, uh, I downloaded it, I got it, I've been listening to it, and uh, I was listening, before I couldn't listen to Led Zeppelin, now I'm listening to Led Zeppelin. So I thought that was kind of nice. So anyway, let's get on with the show. I'm just ranting. So, here we go. New bid starts tomorrow. Or I should say today by the time this releases. Alright, here we go. Mondays from now on. Alright, let's start the show. Thank you. 
keeping that hammer down all across the nation Checking cities off his list Sharing stories of the road right here on his station You are listening to the Kingfish Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right. This is hilarious. Alabama Police Department asked for tips about truck hauling 400 cases, of course, and funny Facebook posts. So here's what this Alabama Police Department in the city of Heflin. All right. They put up a Facebook post with a, you know, there was a picture of a truck. They got one of their cruisers in there and it's got the, you know, the iconic Burt Reynolds smoking a bandit truck. Or at least the trailer. I can't in the photo. I can't really see the truck, but it's got the you know the, the iconic trailer with the you know the horses and the ca- stagecoach. Anyway, here's what the police wrote on their Facebook page last night. Heflin police officer stopped this 18 wheeler. The driver identified himself only as a snowman, and stated stated that he was en route to Atlanta, Georgia. A check of his DOT book showed that he had just recently left Atlanta. And traveled to Texarkana, Texas in a very short amount of time. Officers gained consent to search the trailer and found 400 cases of coarse beer. It all seemed very suspicious, especially since some of the sports cars kept zipping around, especially since some kind of sports car kept zipping around the area doing burnouts and revving its motor up during the entire traffic stop in an apparent effort to distract the officers. If you have any information about this 18 wheeler, the driver, or any criminal activity this truck may be involved in, Please leave a comment below. And then uh, several uh, Facebook users uh, provided helpful tips, including the driver of the sports car goes by Bandit. Any wedding dress on the highway anywhere <laughs> was a floppy-eared dog named Fred involved. He was eastbound and down. I just think this is hilarious. Good for you, Heflin, Alabama Police Department. That's hilarious. I just think that's hilarious. All right, let's get on with the news. Two bit, you know, two-bit things weren't always this funny. You know, we're lighthearted like this. We'll get into some darker stuff later, but all right, let's get moving on. All right, it looks down in Houston. They got a problem with their highway, some severe buckling of the interstate. So what it is is down in uh, southbound at Highway 288 in Houston, Texas, the road shut down due to severe damage. It's a pavement failure, which has caused structural damage. And so they've shut down the 288, and they got to repair it. So check out uh, detours. All right. So it's blocked from the 610 all the way down to Belford. I'm not really familiar with the area, so I don't know the detour. I should just have to look them up. All right. I hope you're not going through Houston. Well, this is a sad story. Um, over in Oklahoma on the Turnpike near Luther, Oklahoma, mile marker 149, uh, 37-year-old North Carolina-based truck driver Mario Terrell Harrison was driving west on the Turnpike when he stopped at uh, mile post 149 to check his load. Apparently something was off. I'm assuming he was flat better. It doesn't say in the article. And then police say that for uh, unknown reasons, the load shifted and then fell on Harrison. I suspect that they, they probably had shifted. He probably pulled over to try to tighten it down. And then for whatever reason, whatever it was, fell off. You know, I don't know what it was. Uh, Harrison was uh, pinned underneath the load for, you know, they don't know how long. And then he died at the scene. 
you know, things like this are going to happen to drivers. Uh, you know, we need to be smart about what we're doing and we need to be careful. And remember, no load is worth your life, okay? Keep that in mind. No load is worth your life. All right, let's get moving on. Uh, another sad story. This one is a. Uh, I'm looking at the photo. It's a JB Hunt truck. Not that that matters, but over in New York, a man was killed in New York City uh, last Monday when he tried to help direct a tractor trailer in a tight garage. So what he was doing, this is a guy who walks around, picks up cans, and he, you know, he helps the drivers back in because you know it's a really tight spot, I guess. And they probably tip him and that kind of thing. He's probably a homeless guy. So on April 19th at the Superfood Town loading area on West 145th Street and Frederick Douglass Boulevard in New York City, New York, uh, he got pinned. The truck was backing up. Somehow the man got pinned between the trailer and another truck, and he got crushed. And when they pulled the truck forward, he just kind of fell out. So, you know, fell forward. So they took him to the hospital. He couldn't be revived. People in the, in the neighborhood said that he was a, you know, he was a kind person who talked to everybody. He was just a local you know, guy, and, uh, well, he didn't make it. So, you know, somebody backs you up, you know, make sure you communicate with them exactly what it is you're doing. Hey, I'm going to be doing this. You know, don't back up if you can't see them. If you can't, if somebody is directing you to, and they're backing up, do not back up unless you can see them. If you can't see them, come to a stop. Okay, come to a stop. Do not back up. Unless you can see the other person, all right? That's a rule I live by. If you're going to move tandems, same thing. Don't move those tandems on the trailer unless you can see the person helping you do it. All right? Just don't do it. If you do, you're asking for trouble. All right, let's get moving on. Well, here's another, what were you thinking, driver? Simon Express. Yeah. Uh, this is... I think this is one of the uh, companies started up by the son of Dick Simon. Uh, Dick Simon used to be a pretty big carrier back in the days. They had the skunks on the trailer. This says Simon Express, and then they got the skunk on the door, so I'm assuming it's one of those. Anyway, the driver crossed a historic Delaware bridge and damaged it. Now, apparently, this bridge was originally built in 1839. Now, the incident occurred April 19, 2021, at Smith Bridge over Brandywine Creek. In New Cassie, New New Cassie, Newcastle County, Delaware. I don't know. I'm so dry tonight. I'm having a hard time talking. Anyway, police say that the semi truck attempting to cross the bridge caused damage, but the bridge remains structurally sound. So it doesn't look like it's too damaged. But he got a citation and it tore up his truck pretty good. Oh, that must have been just murdered across that thing. Get his truck tore up, and it looks like it's. I don't know. It looks like timber beams. So. The wood prevailed over the trailer. The, the, there was one here in Milwaukee. I'm not too far from Milwaukee. And the North Point Lighthouse. And uh, the guy followed his GPS, apparently, is what he said. And he crossed a bridge that was closed to Model A cars because they thought they were too heavy to cross this bridge. And he went across it. Luckily, he was empty. Otherwise, he would have went... Well, he would have went first. He would have went first flying. He would have flew probably. He would have fell. Anyway, that was a good one. So drivers, we got to stop doing these. Got to stop hitting these bridges. Or maybe they should just raise everything to thirteen six. I don't know. Of course, with these historic ones, how are you going to do that? Because you know, I don't know. Sign signage apparently does not help. All right, let's get moving on. 
Well, here's a unique one. I'm in Wisconsin. Apparently on the 19th of April, two semis crashed. And, you know, they're carrying cattle. The first one, two separate incidents, okay? The first one, the guy's going down the road, and his dog jumps in his lap, causing him to overreact, and he flipped the truck, and he had 39 cattle. Probably the weight of the cattle shifting caused the tractor to, you know, to shift, and then it went over. The second one was the guy was going down Packerland, Highway 29, and he hit a roundabout. Well, apparently he didn't know. He thought he was still on the interstate. And he didn't realize that there was a roundabout there and ran right into the roundabout and flipped that one. So, I don't know. Only in Wisconsin, you're going to get cow tippings. I guess that's the ultimate cow tipping. The first one was 39 cows, and the second one was 12 cows. Lovely. Just lovely. All right, let's get, let's get on with the news. Only in Wisconsin, bunch of cheese heads. Gotta love it. Well, here we go again, Laredo, Texas, April 16th. Uh, the U.S. Border Patrol recently uncovered a major human tra uh, human smuggling attempt near Laredo, Texas. The incident occurred on April 16th at Dana State 35 checkpoint north of Laredo. As the trucks entered the checkpoint, they discovered multiple anom anomalies within inside the trailer when it was scanned. Anomalies. I gotta work on that word. So you know they didn't say what it was. Probably heat signatures or something. I have no idea. When the authorities unsealed the trailer, they discovered 149 individuals locked inside. You know what? That's insane. 149 people. I mean, they are just crowded in there. I'm looking at the trailer. They are just packed in there. They just—I can't even imagine what that what that must have been like inside there. You know what? Guess what, driver? You just lost your license. You know, and, and you, if you would have killed those people from heat stroke or something like that. You'd be going to jail for a long time, for the rest of your life. Oh, what am I saying? It's Texas. They would kill your ass. That's what would happen. All right, let's get moving on. Oh, another bizarre story. A uh, 31-year-old truck driver, Ramon Ramirez, had been driving for A. Dewey since 2019 when he was hired to work out of the Hoover Avenue terminal near Airport Road. So executives say, executives say that Ramirez was well-liked and did good work. All right, so this guy was fueling in a Wawa. I guess these are these Wawas are in Pennsylvania. I don't know. I don't know what a Wawa is. I'm, I don't remember ever seeing one. Anyway, he was fueling, and I guess somebody came through and just started shooting the place up. Uh, it's just unbelievable. And you know, this guy was a father, and just so stupid. So anyway, after notifying Ramirez's next of kin and releasing his identity to the public, Denneker and Anyway Dewey have promised to support Ramirez's family and three children. And we'll be providing mental health resources for his co-workers. Fam family means a lot to us, Deniker said. I guess Deniker is a, yeah, is a representative, uh, is vice president of uh, a, a Dewey, a Dewey Pile. Uh, anyway, uh, nice to hear that a Dewey Pile sticking up, you know, picking up and sticking up for the drivers. It's just ridiculous, though, that, you know, I, this guy's just trying to do his job, man. Leave him alone. Let him do his thing, you know? Why you want to go shoot people up? Makes no sense. All right, let's get moving on. All right, we've all seen it. Drunk drivers on the highway. And, you know, sometimes we want to do the right thing. And so, anyway, over in California on the 21st of April at 1 a.m., so things always happen at 1 a.m., the CHP California Highway Patrol uh, says that a fatal chain reaction crash that occurred early Wednesday was sparked by a truck driver trying to do a good deed. So the truck driver 
saw this guy was driving so erratically that he wanted to box him in. All right. So here's what happened. The truck driver felt the motor's driving behavior was so extreme that he felt obligated to stop it. The big rig driver actually boxed in the DUI driver. He used his trailer in a manner to stop the DUI driver from proceeding. That's from the CHP. Then two other trucks came to a complete stop behind the suspected DUI driver and the truck boxing it in. So they stopped on the highway, basically. A fourth semi-truck by 41-year-old California resident El Pedidio Ramirez Tovar, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce the man's name, failed to stop rear-ending the truck in front of him and pushing that truck into another truck. His cab was completely ripped off the trailer, so he was probably going freeway speeds at the time of the impact, or pretty close, the officer said. CHP says that Tolliver was ejected onto the shoulder of the roadway, and then he was pronounced dead at the scene. Wow. CHP arrested 40-year-old motorist uh, Daniel Avalon Torado on DUR charges. Uh, they said they haven't, they're not sure what they're going to do with the driver's yet, and they haven't figured out what the, you know, if there's any some kind of penalty for this. So no good deed goes unpunished, I guess, but... You know, something like this happens. Keep that in mind. You're on a freeway. Make sure you put your four-ways on if you got to come to a stop on the interstate. Put your four-ways on. All right? I've come many times. I've gone down a road. The road's come to a stop, and I've seen people just run, just not pay attention, just bump straight into the guy in front of them. It happens. All right? Put your four-ways on. It does get their attention. Would it have stopped this? I don't know. Maybe it would have. Maybe it wouldn't have. Either way. Uh, driver died, and that sucks. So let's get moving on. Well, there's another interesting and sad story. A truck driver was injured by a motorist who claims that they had sun in their eyes. It was a woman. The incident occurred on April 22nd in Mansfield, Massachusetts. According to the Sun Chronicle, that's the newspaper that wrote up the article, ironically, the stories about a woman having the sun in her eyes and the newspaper that wrote the article, it's the Sun Chronicle. These little things, I don't know, I just find them kind of, these ironies kind of humorous. Not not the actual incident, but those kind of things. Anyway, the truck driver was adjusting his tarp on his trailer while parked and waiting to enter a nearby trucking terminal. So he's probably going to unload. He was taking the tarps off. And uh, the woman was driving up. She didn't see, uh, she didn't see him because the sun was in her eyes and... Well, she hit him. He got a leg injury, and they took him to the hospital. So the driver didn't die. He just got hurt, and hopefully he'll be okay. The accident is still under investigation. So just be careful out there. You know, watch the, you know, one eye on the truck, one eye on the traffic around you. All right? Don't, you know, just things happen fast, but just be careful. All right, let's keep moving on. All right, it looks like there's been a recall of uh, Daimler, something to do with the steering. So I'm going to go ahead and let the computer just read this one off so that uh, there's no misinterpreting exactly what I'm saying. I wanted this to be perfectly clear. So here we go. This is a computer read thing. All right, here we go. Nearly 18,000 Daimler trucks have been recalled for a steering issue. Daimler Trucks North America issued a recall notice for certain models of Freightliner. Western Star, and Freightliner Custom Chassis Corporation, FCCC, trucks, model years 2021-2022. According to recall documents, the steering arm and tie rod bolts on the recalled trucks may have a defective seam that can fracture, 
which in turn could cause a loss of steering and result in a crash. The total number of vehicles affected by the recall is 17,822. The recall affects the following makes slash models. FCCCMT 45 slash 2021 to 2022. FCCCMT 55 slash 2021 to 2022. FCCC slash S2 slash 2022. FCCC slash XB slash 2022. FCCC slash XC chassis slash 2021 to 2022. Freightliner slash 108 ST slash 2021 to 2022. Freightliner slash 114 ST slash 2021 to 2022. Freightliner slash 122 ST slash 2021 to 2022. Freightliner slash business class M2 slash 2021 to 2022. Freightliner slash Cascadia slash 2021 to 2022. Freightliner slash custom chass S2 slash 2021. Freightliner slash custom chass XB slash 2021. Western Star slash 4700 slash 2021 to 2022. Western Star slash 4900 slash 2021 to 2022. Western Star slash 5700 slash 2021 to 2022. Daimler will notify truck owners and dealers will repair the defect free of charge. The recall is expected to begin June 10, 2021. If you have questions about the recall, truck owners may contact Daimler Customer Service at 1-800-547-0712 and reference recall number FL884. All right. I figured with all them numbers read out, it was just easier to let the computer read it off. So here's one that's kind of interesting. A former chief judge for the Northern Cheyenne Tribal Council has been sentenced for her role in an illegal ticketing scheme that collected fines from truck drivers who were speeding on the reservation. Ronnie Ray Brady, 52, of Lame Deer, Montana, was sentenced to six months in prison on April, April 22nd in order to pay back nearly $11,000. Brady pleaded guilty to one count of wire fraud in the U.S. District Court in Billings in December. Oh, well, that's where I'll be going this week. The scam collected $24,000 from truck drivers over a three-year period from 2014 to 2017. According to court documents, Brady helped set up an enforcement initiative to stop commercial trucks from speeding on Highway 212. Hmm, Highway 212, I'm not sure what that is exactly. Anyway, truck drivers who were speeding were offered the option of making a $250 donation rather than paying the standard $125 ticket. Brady then deposited the donation money into a separate account which she had made and controlled. Tribal officials told the truck drivers the court would dismiss the ticket if they opted for the donation, so it did not affect their driving record. According to court filings, this deal wasn't offered to other drivers. Huh. What do they mean, other drivers? What other drivers? So, maybe they mean car drivers. Prosecutors also claimed the Northern Cheyenne tribe never reported any speeding ticket convictions. Hmm. The money that was deposited into the donation fund was not to close the tribe's finance office, as required by tribal law. Tribal law enforcement is not allowed to impose fines on anyone who is not a Native American tribal member. 
in criminal matters on the reservation. Therefore, the fines collected were illegal. Oh, that's a twist. Court documents indicate that some of the money was used to benefit Brady Court employees who were loyal to her and her family. Wow. Well, somebody's going to have fun. You know, they're going to get you sooner or later. Shady. Very shady. All right, let's get moved on. Well, coronavirus is still waging across the world. Indian hospitals plead for oxygen, and the country sets virus record. Apparently, they're only second to the U.S. in number of deaths. And uh, apparently, they've created oxygen express trains. So what they're doing is they're putting the trucks and the trains, uh, you know, on trains. And they're taking them across the country, and they're getting them there as fast as they can get them there because the hospitals, you know, they need this oxygen for these people that are hurting for this stuff. These guys are working their tails off trying to get it done. So all I can say is, you know, to the Indian truck drivers over in India that are running these trucks to deliver this stuff, hey, my hat's off to you guys, man. You guys are heroes, all right? Just, uh, I can't even imagine it. So, you know, these guys are truly, they're, they're really busting their tail to get the job done. So, my hat's... Now, here's some good news for the North Dakota drivers. Uh, it looks like uh, Manitoba Canadian drivers crossing into North Dakota can stop and get their COVID shots. They've got some kind of special arrangement between uh, North Dakota and Manitoba. Now, it says here, North Dakota and Manitoba share the fifth busiest border crossing between the United States and Canada, and they've had a long history. Now, it's estimated two to 4,000 Manitoba drivers will take part in the vaccination program. Well, these guys are going back and forth to North Dakota all the time, so it seems like a win-win for everybody. So, you know, it's good that they can get this done and they're not letting this nonsense, uh, you know, bureaucracy stop them. Bureaucracy? I mean, I'll work on that. So anyway, good deal for you guys. All right, let's get moving on. All right, let's end this with a good, good story. Something not too violent, something uplifting. So in Kutani, Idaho, probably not saying that right, and mispronounce all these things, long-haul driver who goes by the name Trucker Matt has taken upon himself to claim a stretch of Interstate 90 when he travels and take him daily in this heavily traveled North Idaho freeway which links Idaho to Montana and Washington State. So, Matthew Culver hauls cedar bark from Naples, Idaho to Superior, Montana. He has been driving a truck since retiring from the Marine Corps in, in Marine Corps in 1999. And his, you know, he owned his own truck. And he's owned his own company since 2007. It says here, Culver's been driving the route for about four and a half years and officially signed on with the Idaho Transportation Department's Adopt-A-Highway Litter Pickup Program about two years ago. Since then, he has picked up nearly 100 bags of litter from his stretch of the interstate. You know, talk about going all the way, man. I mean, a driver actually doing this instead of throwing shit all over the road is pretty cool. It says here, and not only clean up 4th of July Summit, but all over, that's a pretty big hill, but all over the route, any wide area spot where a truck can safely park. He said, 4th of July Pass is my primary objective since it seems to get the most trash. But I also clean up the Idaho Port of Entry Roadside Temporary Inspection Location in East, East Hope, Denton Slough, and occasionally look out past Summit. Uh, so basically what it comes down to is he, he served 25 years in the military. He taught him uh, a sense of cleanliness, I guess. And uh, so he decided, hey, you know what? I see this program. I'm going to sign up for it. I'm going to go for it. I think that's cool. 
Good for you, Trucker Matt. We need more of that kind of attitude in truck driving. All right. Anyway, that's all we got. Remember, get over for stop vehicles, tow trucks, uh, emergency vehicles, things like that. Uh, you know, just change lanes. Get in the next lane. It's not that big a deal. If you come to a stop on an interstate, put your four ways on. Uh, spring's here. Kids are going to be starting to go to school soon, hopefully. So watch out for that. Yeah, they'll be coming out. Actually, they'll be coming out of school. Maybe they'll start. You'll see them out and play. I don't know. The rules have changed, you know, so who knows what's going to happen. Don't forget, we got road check coming up here pretty soon. Remember, low-hanging fruit. Brakes, lights, tires, you know, and they're looking for violations and logs, things like that. But they're always looking for brakes, lights, and tires, so keep that up. All right. We'll talk more about that next week. All right. Kingfish signing out. Stay out of trouble. Oh, and don't forget, the link is in the title of the show. You can copy and paste that. It's in the show notes. Yeah. Give you three months of Amazon Prime music. You can listen to everything. Like I said, I was listening to Led Zeppelin. I normally couldn't do that. I got Amazon Prime, which gives me music, but it doesn't give me everything. Now it gives me everything. You, gotta, you get it three months for free. All right, three months. So just sign up for it. I get a little kick for the show. We'll buy a new microphone or something, maybe a new camera. And then before three months is up, if you don't like it, just cancel. All right, so that's all we got. All right, Kingfish out. <laughs>